What's up, guys? It's Arden. Today, I interviewed Apple Kreider. He is a podcast king, a public speaker, and he has managed social media accounts. The podcast got cut off because I forgot to press the record button, but stay tuned if you want to know more about Apple. He is a great dude to speak to. Like potential into one area. That's, that's really what it comes down to is like investing your time and your, your, just your energy into one area. That's when you can start to see success. And that being said, there's one sort of phrase that goes around a lot that I think is very, very misused. And that's the phrase that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. And I'm sure you've heard that before. People, people say this all the time. And On social media, Instagram, yeah, and it's, quotes, it's right? So, it's so backwards because that gets people thinking that they need to do seven different things to become a millionaire. When in reality, like 95 to 98% of millionaires got there by doing one thing and getting really good at one thing. And then once they wanted to protect their wealth, then they diversified. But people use that statistic in a really backwards way by, by, by trying to promote the fact that you need to do 12 different things, when in reality, like most people who got to that place got there by doing one thing. So that being said, it's, it's really important to, to really find one thing that you're, that you're really passionate about and stick with that. But that being said, like if you're a young person and you don't know what your one thing is yet, like try a bunch of different things, okay? That's, that's another thing I'm super passionate about. It's like, if you don't know what your thing is, like try a bunch of different things, but like don't do it all at once. Like, like say, okay, for the next two months, I'm gonna learn a ridiculous amount about, about day trading stocks, okay? And for the next two months, like that's what I'm learning about. I'm not consuming any other content. I'm not learning about anything other than day trading stocks. And I'm gonna figure out, is day trading stocks something that I am really passionate about? If it's not, great, we're gonna move on to the next thing and we're going to learn about Forex, or we're going to learn about Amazon FBA for two months. And like just taking these blocks to really like spend some time thinking about what you're actually passionate about and like trying something and really giving it like a try because so many people will like bounce from thing to thing. They'll like do something for a week and then be like, Oh, it doesn't work. Do something for a week. Oh, it doesn't work. And, and you're just not giving it the time that it needs because nothing's going to work in a week, but everything yeah, exactly. works if you give it the time because anything can work. You see people having success in all these areas because there is potential for success in all these areas, but only if you give it your time, your energy, your attention, and really just focus in on one thing because you only have, like say you have a hundred units of like willpower. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like if you're splitting that up again among 10 different things, each thing's only getting 10 units and none of them are going to go anywhere. But if you put that whole hundred into one thing, like pretty soon you've gotten pretty dang far on that one thing. So that's really important. But again, like if you don't know what your one thing is, that's great. Just like try different things and give everything like a fair, like two, three month try um, to, to, to figure out if it's something that you're truly passionate about or not. Yeah, totally agree. Like so many people ask Gary Vee, like, oh, oh, I'm 20. I don't know what to do. And you, <laughs> what you just said is like the perfect summarization of it. So another question I wanted to ask you was what made you stand out? Like when you were starting your social media marketing agency, when you started your podcast, your Instagram pages, whatever it is, what made you stand out and actually have success in those areas? What made me stand out? Like what made me different? So um, as far as that goes, um, the biggest thing that I would say that I did was that I worked for free um, is how I grew my social media marketing agency because I'd taken some time to, and this is the framework that I would recommend anybody go down, is like, first of all, you take some time to really learn a skill, okay? So again, you, you take that time to like experiment with all these different things, you find the one you like, you invest some time, some serious time into learning that thing inside and out. Once you have done that and you have developed this skill, then the first thing I would tell you to do is go out there, 
find people who you see in their business need your skill and work for them for free. Okay. That's what I'd recommend you do every single time because, and a lot of people like Grant Cardone are going to say never work for free. That's where you're setting your value. If you set yourself, if you set your value at zero, then you're not worth anything. And I, 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 I really don't agree with that because how my personal experience, and that's all I can speak on is that I started working for free for people with Instagram. I, my niche was, I found people who had large YouTube channels and small Instagram pages, and I wanted to bridge that gap. So I found people with like 300 K plus on YouTube and like three K minus on Instagram. And I was like, perfect. They already know how to make good content. So all I have to do is bridge that gap and, and, and repurpose that YouTube content on Instagram. So that's what I did. And I was really successful with my first client. So he actually, um, I worked for free for him for maybe like two weeks. After two weeks, he started paying me. He referred me to other clients. So that in my first month, I made something like $4,000 um, by working for free, which is crazy. And I don't think that's going to like be the expected results for everyone, but like working for free works if you are good at what you do, because if somebody sees that you're good at what you do, they're going to want to keep you around. Okay. They're not going to want to lose you to somebody else who is going to pay you. So they're going to say, wow, like this kid is bringing serious value to my business. I'm going to start paying him to keep him around. And that's what happened. And then he started referring me to other people because like, if you have a very strong niche, like my niche was big on YouTube, small on Instagram. He knew plenty of people who were big on YouTube, small on Instagram. So he referred me to them. I worked with them. And yeah, again, in my first month, I made something like $4,000. And then we just kept scaling from there. So like, again, I don't think that's going to be standard results for everyone. But the, the gist of it is like, work for free because it, it, it forces you to prove yourself. Like anyone can go out there and be like, hey, pay me $1,000 a month to do your Instagram. And that's great. And you might get like one client this month. Um, but then if you don't have the chops to actually deliver for them, you're going to lose that client. And now you've got a bad reputation. So mm-hmm. if you work for free, then if you suck, like you're going to learn because they're never going to pay you for it. But if you're good at it, they're going to want to keep you around. They're going to tell other people about you. And that's just the way that I've been able to find massive success um, with the social media marketing side of things. And, and, and the second thing that I'm going to say, and that comes back to like the first thing that I was saying about like knowing your vision, knowing your why. And that's just, you got to have a clear vision because if you have a clear vision, other people are going to see that. Like when I approach people about being on my podcast, like they can see that I am extremely passionate about what I do. Like I really care about the people that listen to my show, about the message that I'm trying to spread. And that really shows people, like people see that. And because of that, I'm able to connect with a lot more people. People are a lot more willing to talk to me because they can see that I really care about what I'm doing. I'm not just some kid that's like, hey, be on my podcast. And they're like, what are you talking? Like, no, like, who are you? So by, by really having a strong why, that, that really just shows through in all you do, in the content you produce, in the messages you send, in, in everything that you do, if you have that strong, strong why. Um, so so I, I got to say, like, you, you need to know why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's just for money, I mean, that's fine. But that's likely not going to be strong enough to it's get you a loss, right? Yeah, because like, it's, it's, <laughs> there are going to be tough times. Like, I can tell you, like, there are times when I'm just like, I'm drained. Like, I'm just like, absolutely exhausted. Mm-hmm. And by, by having my goals on my whiteboard right behind me, whenever I'm working, I just look up and I'm like, okay, that's what I'm doing it for. That's why I, I'm doing what I'm doing right now. That's why I'm going to push through this. And if, if you don't have that strong why, it's really easy to like go watch reruns of Friends and just like go not do anything when, when you know that you should be working on things. So that's, that's really big for me. Yeah, yeah, total, totally agree. So what is some advice like besides working for free which is great i totally agree with that mm-hmm. uh for somebody starting a business somebody completely new to the e-commerce space you know because a lot of people are just hot on this like 
online business space. So what is some, some advice you would give to people in that regard? Yeah. I mean, y'all got to learn like people and it's tough too, because like there's, there's this balancing act between learning and doing. And a lot of people get stuck in this trap of just learning and learning and learning and watching eight hours of YouTube videos every single day and they never do anything with it. So that's tricky. But my strategy for that is, is using a strategy that I call just in time learning. So what I'll do is I'll start working on something. If I, if I know that I want to start a podcast, like I'll just like start working on my podcast and then I'll hit a brick wall. I'll be like, well, shoot, like, I don't know how to, um, I don't know how to find guests. So then I'll do some research and I'll figure out like, how do I find guests for my podcast? And then I'll, I'll figure that out. I'll find some guests and I'm like, well, shoot, how do I reach out to them? So then I'll look like how to reach out to guests and then I'll learn and then I'll reach out to them. And then um, I'll be like, well, shoot, how do I line up stuff with the calendar? So literally like I just solve problems when I get there and I don't worry about knowing the whole process first. Like I don't spend three weeks researching podcasting before I dive into it because I know that I'm going to learn the best lessons hands on. Like I know that by diving in head first, I'm going to learn the best lessons um, because making your own mistakes is always the, the most impactful way to, to remember things and to really like internalize them. Um, but that being said, um, there's also something to say, something to be said about having mentors. And um, through all the guests that I've had on my show, one of the recurring themes that I get over and over again, and these are people that are making millions of dollars um, every single year that I'm talking to, um, is, is that they've had mentors, okay? They've had people who have been down the path that they are going down to show them the way, to show them the mistakes that they made that they can now avoid. So there, there's really something to be said about finding someone who's a couple steps ahead of you. And really, you only want someone who's a couple steps ahead of you. Like, it's fine to look at guys like Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and, and Ty Lopez. But like, if you aren't like a couple steps behind them, if you're not already making six, seven, eight figures a year, like looking at these guys is probably not going to be the most relatable thing for you. Cause like, sure, they can give you some like ground level stuff, but like, if you want to start making $10,000 a month with drop shipping, like you're not going to want to study someone who's making a billion dollars a month drop shipping. You're going to want to study someone who's making yeah. like, 10,000, 20,000, $30,000 a month drop shipping because they have just gone through what you have gone through. So I think it's really important to find those people that are more relatable to you and learn from them. And again, that comes back to like how I got started was like literally the people that I was working for free for, I, I studied them. I studied everything they did. I surrounded myself with them as much as I could. Like when they were having like meetings with their team, I was like, Hey, can I sit in on these? Because I wanted to learn like how their business was structured and like what they were doing with their team and like how everything was working. So like just learn as much as you can, but also do as much as you can. Okay. And it's, it's a fine balancing act. Like it's tough to, to figure out when it's time to learn and when it's time to do. Um, and that's something that I haven't really found a great way to explain. Um, because for me, I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning. Um, clearly I'm 20 years old, so I'm not like some kind of business guru over here. Uh, who's just going to like pretend that I know everything, but it, it's definitely a balancing act. And I, I, I would say to the listener, like, make sure that you are executing because most people get stuck in the trap of learning too much instead of executing too much. So when in doubt, you're probably learning too much and executing too little and just come back to like that just in time learning concept of, of just learning things um, right before you need to actually implement them or like right when you actually like get to that roadblock, then figure out how to get around it. Don't figure out how to get around all the roadblocks before you yeah. start driving because then you're never going to start driving. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Like so many people are just worried about their LLC, you know, <laughs> Oh, I got to get my website straightened up and all of this. And then they oh, post it on the internet. Oh, I started a business. And it's all about like just taking action. Like if honestly, like I, I think it's just come down to taking action. Like what you said, 
you know, continuously learning, hitting the roadblock and, and continuously learning. So for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was making like $5,000 plus a month with my social media marketing agency and I didn't even have a website. Like people get caught up in the stuff that does not matter. Like I didn't have a logo. I didn't have business cards. I didn't have anything. Like I literally just had a business where I knew how to serve people and I was just serving them. And that's where the money comes from. Like literally you make money by solving problems. You don't make money by having a flashy website. Okay. <laughs> like, like take a step back and think about like how value is created in the world. And like, if you are able to create value for people, that's where the money comes from. It doesn't come yeah. from like having business cards or like having a well put together like Instagram page. It comes from providing value to people. Dude, I, I totally understand. So what are some like obstacles that, that you, you've, you've encountered to get to this point where your podcast is, is top 100, you know, and, and you're and you were at that point with your social media marketing agency at, at some point? Yeah, people ask me that a lot. And I still don't really have a good question because like, looking back, everything's, uh, looking back, everything's always a lot easier than it felt in the moment. Like just having that like hindsight bias of like, well, I got past it. So it must not have been that bad. Um, is, is something that I, that I have a lot of like looking back, I'm kind of like, well, I just like kind of kept going, but I, I guess the biggest thing is like keeping going because it, it can be tough. Like motivation and like that, that can be that can be really tough for people like especially if like before I, I found out what I was really passionate about it was tough for me to to keep going and to keep doing things and and like with my social media marketing agency like I wasn't super passionate about that so it was tough for me to like continuously do that um and like perseverance is is big and 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 really just being persistent is is big as well and those are things that i i still struggle with like like there there will be days where i'm just like not super motivated or not super inspired and and one of the ways that i cope with that is is really taking a step back and like looking at, at the impact that I'm having on people. Because for me, like impact is what I'm going for right now. It's not about the income. It's about the impact. And by, by being able to take a step back. And I mean, obviously if you're just getting started, it's going to be harder for you to see the impact you're having on people. Mm -hmm. But, but being able to take a step back and being like, wow, like I, I impacted someone today. Like I, I helped someone move closer to where they want to be today. Um, and, and if I can continue to work hard at what I'm doing, I can continue to impact even more people. So that being said, I think it's, it's, it's important to take a step back sometimes and just reflect. And that's something that I've, I've struggled with a lot is I have always felt like reflecting and, and being taking moments of like introspection to just literally like sit back and like, think about my week, think about my day, think about my month, think about where I've come over the last 12 months. Like that's always felt like time that I wasn't executing. Mm -hmm. like it, it felt like time that I was just like and you're like go 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 like yeah yeah, yeah I'm like go 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 and I like I don't want to take a step back because that's just uncomfortable for me but I've begun to realize that when you actually take time to take a step back it's kind of like a coefficient that you put on everything that you do because now you have so much more clarity on on what's actually important and what's actually working because like I, I at points I was kind of just like banging my head into the wall over and over again when I didn't realize that two feet to my right there was a door that I could just walk right through mm -hmm. and that's what happens when you don't take time to think about your actions and the results that they've produced because like again if you're just banging your head in the wall over and over again waiting for it to crack I mean eventually it might crack but like if there's a door two feet away from you like go through you the, the door, door. <laughs> banging your head on the wall you're gonna give yourself a concussion like 
So that's, that's been really big for me as well. And something that, again, I'm still working on, like a lot of this stuff I'm still working on. And I'm, I'm completely honest with people about that. Like, that's what I talk about on my Instagram story. It's like what I'm currently doing. Like, I'm not trying to front and pretend like I'm some like, like whiz kid, um, because I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm a 20 year old kid that, that has a passion and, and is going for it. And I feel like that's not super, it, it, it's, it's not super, like, there's nothing special about me. Like, I'm literally just a, a kid who, who has a vision that's going, that's going after it. Um, but I think that is a little bit unique because most people um, at the age of 20 haven't really taken the time to, like, step back and think about what their vision actually is and, like, what they want to do with their life and what they want to, what their impact, what they want their impact to be on the world. So I think those are, those are really important things to hit on. And self-reflection, again, that's huge. Um, but it's a struggle that I constantly work on, just finding ways to really take a step back reflect on on the last little bit of my life and how I can how I can move forward even stronger. Yeah, dude, I, I totally agree with the self reflection part, because it's uncomfortable to yeah. ask yourself, like, what, what's your purpose? These are all uncomfortable questions. That's like deep down, like you have, it, it's, it's not just in the surface layer, like, oh, I'm doing this to make a, a, a lot of money, you know, it's, it, it's deep down. But also what I wanted to talk about, because I hear a lot of like, successful people talk about that motivation is only so short lit. Like mm -hmm. I could watch a video, get motivated, work for an hour and then I'm done. But what I also hear is discipline. So what are your thoughts on discipline? And has that served you uh, any purpose or do you just go back to your why every time? Or is it discipline as well? No, nah, dude, you gotta have discipline or you're not gonna get anywhere. Discipline's been huge for me. Um, so the best example that I have of that is like my mornings. And my mornings are extremely, extremely like regimented and in the I have the exact same morning every morning. Um, my wake up time might fluctuate a little bit depending on like what I did the night before, but my mornings are always the exact same. And like my goal is to like not have to make a decision in my day until at least like 90 minutes to, to two hours into my day. Because like the way I look at willpower is like you only have so much willpower. Like the way I think about it is like you only have like so much, like like a hundred units, whatever, of willpower. And like every decision you make, you're using some of that up. So like if I have to decide what I'm gonna wear, um, as far as like clothes go, like that's that's some of my willpower that's just gone. Um, like right waking up. Like if I have to decide whether or not I'm gonna hit the snooze button, that's willpower that's gone. If I have to decide whether or not I'm gonna go to the gym, that's willpower that's gone. If I have to decide what I'm gonna eat for breakfast, that's willpower that's gone. So being able to to really have a solid routine of things that I just do and don't have to think about has been huge for me. And it's able to, uh, it really allows me to do things without really having to, to be conscious of them. So how my morning goes is I will wake up, I will get out of bed immediately because I have my alarm or I have my phone like not next to my bed. I would never recommend you have your phone next to your bed. Um, I have my phone not next to my bed. Um, my alarm goes off. I don't want to wake up any of my roommates. So I have to run over and shut it off before I wake anybody up. Um, so then I'm out of bed. I'm already like energized. because I just like had to hop up and like go. So I'm already up. Um, I wear the same thing every single morning when I go to the gym, but I'll like get my workout clothes on. I will eat some oatmeal. I eat oatmeal every single morning. Um, it's super efficient. So I'll eat some oatmeal. I will, um, for, for most of the morning, um, I'd say the first, the first like 20 or so minutes, maybe sometimes 30 minutes, but like first 20 minutes of the morning, um, I'm not on my phone. I'm literally just reflecting on the, the day before and what I want to do today. And just thinking about like, okay, like big picture, like how am I going to move closer to my goals today? How am I going to impact somebody's life today? And, and what did I do yesterday? Or like who was somebody who had a really big impact on me yesterday? Or who was somebody that I had a really big impact on yesterday? So answering those questions for myself, just like while I'm eating my oatmeal, just like chilling, just like 
getting getting into my groove. Um, and then um, I will just like put some music on, run over to the gym, um, work out for a while. Um, I literally do the same workout like seven days a week, unless I decide to go for a run. Um, but otherwise it's the exact same. Then I take a cold shower and then I start my day. So literally same thing every single morning. And like none of that requires any willpower. Like it doesn't take any willpower to go to the gym. I just know that's what I'm going to do. It doesn't take any willpower to take a cold shower. I just know that's what I'm going to do because after so many times of doing it, it's just, it's just like my brain just knows like that's what I do. It's not like, it's not an option. It's not like, am I going to take a hot shower or a cold shower? It's like, I take a cold shower. Like that's just, that's part of my morning. Like, am I going to go to the gym or am I not going to? Like, that's not, it's not, it's not a question. Like I just, I go to the gym in the morning. That's what I do. So being able to do that. And that's something that again, I only know how my brain works. I don't know how other people's brain works. I haven't studied psychology. So I really have no idea um, how brains work in general, but like, for me, it just comes down to, um, at first, it's, it's sort of like um, just hitting your head against the wall and like using your why to motivate you to do the thing. And for me, it usually takes about three weeks. Um, and after three weeks of just like, hard, like, like pushing myself to, to do the thing and using motivation and just like brute forcing it um, is the word that I was looking for, I think. Yeah, just brute forcing it. Um, after about three weeks, I'm, I'm kind of in a place where it, it doesn't require much, if any, willpower anymore. So it usually takes three weeks of just like, like, gotta go to the gym. You gotta go to the gym. You gotta go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And after three weeks, I'm like, all right, I just, I go to the gym. That's what I do in the mornings. Like if people ask me like what I do in the mornings, I, I go to the gym. Like that's, that's just who I am. It's part of me now. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not a decision that I make. It's just part of who I am. So being able to do that. And again, I don't know how other people's brain works. I don't know if that's how other people think about things, um, but that's just what works for me. And, and usually, yeah, it takes about three weeks to just brute force something into being a habit that is just locked down that is just like part of who I am now and it doesn't take any willpower so now I I can go through those first like two hours in the morning without using any willpower um, and then I just have all of that available to me when I want to start the day Um, I can take on the hardest tasks first I can just start working on stuff right away that that doesn't and I don't have to think about like what like I'm not thinking about like what I'm gonna wear or like what I'm gonna eat for breakfast like I just I just know yeah you like you create habits and another thing that I don't hear anybody talk about but think something that like I think like I figured out myself is momentum. Like nobody talks mm. about momentum, and I think like when when you're creating these habits and you have the discipline, I I man, you, you just create so much momentum to getting yep. towards your goal, and then it, it's like you have breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. I I think that's really the case with you is so I uh, yeah I, I would agree with that as well. Yeah, and it's like the little things too, like just finding little wins that you can have at the beginning of the day. Um, are huge because like that just sets yourself up for success. Like if you're having win and then win and then win and win and you're just building on that, that's that's where momentum comes in. And same like with going to the gym for me, the reason I decided to do that at the beginning of the day was because like if I do that at the beginning of the day, like I already have a win. Like I already have a win for the day and and I already know the day's gonna be a success. Whereas like if I didn't work out first thing in the morning, like I could just hop right into my business and like I could be getting like messages from my team being like this went wrong, this went wrong, this went wrong. And like right off the bat, I'm like, well, shoot, like my whole day is not looking too bright already. And, and I just got started. So being able to have those wins at the beginning of the day um, is really, really important for me because yeah, even if stuff starts to go wrong, I can just bring myself back like, all right, it's a good day. I'm already having wins. Like, I don't have to worry about this. Like we're going to get through it. Um, and the day, the day is not lost. Like I, I hate, I hate when I get to like, 11 o'clock noon one o'clock and i haven't had any like huge like wins yet 
because then I feel like the day is lost. And like once, once I have that feeling, I, I just hate it so much. And, and even if it's not based on like reality, I just, I just hate having that feeling. So I, I, I need to make sure I'm getting wins early on in the day. Yeah, dude, I totally agree with that. And you, I know you're in college right now. You're yep. in college. So what is your opinion on college and how do you manage work-life balance with relationships and all these things? Because like, it seems like you're all everywhere. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's a great question, man. And I'm actually in the process of sort of documenting that. Um, I think it's going to be in a book. Um, but I've got like, I've got somewhere close to 100 pages of stuff written out about that. Um, and, and sort of like the three pillars that I that I cover are like school, entrepreneurship, and, and, and like relationships and just like life in general. Um, because I think a lot of people think you kind of have to choose um, between the three. And I've been able, I feel like to really hone in on how to um how to balance these things because uh freshman year i was ex i'm a sophomore i i just finished my sophomore year right now um but freshman year i was working like 12 14 hour days um on on, on my business and I, I wasn't really doing anything else like i went to class i showed up i got I, I passed the classes um but i wasn't focusing on school i wasn't focusing on relationships i wasn't focusing on my social life i was literally just focusing on my business and that was Primarily because I saw guys like Gary V being like, you got to hustle, you got to work hard, you got to work 16 hours a day. I'm like, all right, Gary V, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> he was jacked so, up on Gary V. <laughs> I was just going. I was just going and doing. And then, and then I got to the end of freshman year and I was like, shoot, because I, I'm graduating college in two and a half years. So I only have one semester left and I've been here for, for two years so far. And I got to the end of freshman year and I was like, wow, I'm almost halfway done. And like, I don't think I really got a lot out of my freshman year mm -hmm. as far as like college experience goes or like learning valuable things in my classes. I was like, I kind of just put my head down and didn't really, didn't really get anything out of this. So then I, I had to reflect on like, well, what are, what are my goals? Like, where do I want to be in, in like, I don't know, 10 years, five years, like one year, like where, where do I want to be? What are my goals? What's my vision? And at, before that, I hadn't really thought about that. Like, I'm just somebody, like I said, I just like do, 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 and I just go. And I, I hadn't really took a step back but, but that was like the first time that I really took a step back and I was like well I don't really know what I want to do but if I if I want to be a billionaire then I think I do have to work 16 hours a day because like you, you better like get your ass in gear if you're trying to be a billionaire like you got to start working you got to start like building something because like, if you want to be the next Grant Cardone like shit like you're not taking weekends off you're not like mm. going out on the weekends you're like working like you're putting your head yeah. down and you're working I was like I don't think I want to be a billionaire. Like, I don't think that's what my goal is. So why am I, why am I working 14 hours a day on, on my business? Like, why am I doing that? Like, what are, what are my goals? And then at that point, I kind of realized that like, it, it wasn't just about business. It was, it was about relationships. It was about like my life. And like, at, at that point, I sort of started getting closer to, to the vision that I was working towards eventually, um, which is now, um, on my whiteboard, but like, I, I realized that like relationships were, were extremely important to me. And, um, I just, I, I really, I really had to, to reprioritize what I was doing. So, um, wow. I've said, I've said so many of the same things so many times today to so many different people that I'm just really, really losing it right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you get that question a lot, man. Like in those other calls. Oh man. But yes. Yeah, okay. Balance, balance. That's what we're talking about. Balance. Um, yeah. So as far as balance goes, 
Um, the biggest, the biggest thing for me is just like, you got to have your goals. You got to have your vision, like know what you're working towards and don't just do what other successful people tell you to do. Like think about your goals and then do actions that map towards your goals. Like if I want to be the next Grant Cardone, well then yeah, I better listen up to what he's telling me to do. But like, if I'm not trying to be the next Grant Cardone, then maybe his advice isn't going to take me to where my goals are. Okay. So think about where your goals are and like what you want your life to look like and then start taking actions that are moving you closer to that. Not just actions that you hear successful people telling you to do. Like if you are, I metaphor might be stupid, but if you're driving down the highway and you see somebody in a Lamborghini, like, your, 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 your first inclination is probably not to like, just get behind that Lamborghini and like follow them to wherever they're going because you think they give out free Lamborghinis wherever that person came from. Like your, your inclination is probably like, wow, well they, they probably like put in the time and effort and work for that. Um, like, so, so it's, it's important to think about like what, what your goals are and not just like following somebody else because you see that they have something that you want. Like think about what you actually want and what it's going to take you to get there. And that's, that's really important to me is just like thinking about your, your goals instead of somebody else's goals, society's goals, like, um, Grant Cardone's goals, like think about what your goals are and make sure you're taking actions that move you towards those and, and not just what you think you should be doing. Yeah. Cause like, I also hear people talk about like, like their parents told them not to, not to start a business, not to do this, but think about it. Like if you want to become, let's say a millionaire, wouldn't you want to speak to somebody that's a millionaire, somebody that's done what you've already done? done what you want to do instead of speaking to somebody that's never become successful in anything that you want to do i think that's just like one of the best pieces of advice like ever that you've given you know yeah so i want to wrap up this podcast i don't want to hold you too much longer so i have like two questions right and one of them is like similar to the question you ask at the end of your (laughs) podcast because you asked some really good questions like (laughs) i appreciate that man appreciate that so it was like what are what are some of your like future goals all right. Future goals. Um, I mean, so my big goal, I don't know if I already said this in this podcast because I can't even remember where I was like two minutes ago. Um, but my big goal is I want to, I definitely said this already. Um, but my big goal is I want to empower a hundred thousand people, a oh, yeah. hundred thousand young people to live a life that makes them feel uh, fulfilled and excited every single day. So that's my big goal. Uh, but breaking that down, um, I think right now, like the three main routes that I, that I see are, are, are getting me closer to that are first of all, my podcast, because that allows me to reach um, literally hundreds of thousands of people um, with my message, which is crazy to think about. Um, but that's definitely my, my first route that I'm taking to get to that goal. Um, my second route that I'm, that I'm focusing on pretty, pretty intensely is, is public speaking. Like I said, um, I am speaking um, a few different places this summer across the US mm-hmm. and then um, finding, finding podcasts like this to, to speak on as well to spread my message. Um, so so that's, that's my second avenue. And then my third avenue is, again, the book that I mentioned that I'm currently writing um, which I'm, I'm not really sure when I'll be done with that probably close to the end of the year. Um, hopefully sooner though, but writing is not my strong suit at all. <laughs> I'm much more suited to, to audio and video, but, um, it's definitely a process. So, so those are my three main avenues that, that I'm taking to, to get myself closer to that, that overarching goal. And what are you, what is something that you are excited about? So anything. Oh man, I'm excited about life to be honest. Like literally every day I wake up. And I'm like, life, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But like as far as like tangible things that I'm excited about, I'm I don't know. I'm excited about the future. I've been thinking a lot lately about like the future and I've had some deep conversations with some buddies of mine about like what's what's coming next. Cause I had some good friends that just graduated um from college this this last week and they had some really, really 
insightful information when it comes to like what they got out of their four years in school. So thinking about like next chapters and uncertainty is really scary for me. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> terrified of like, that's why you're still in college. No, no, I'm still in school because I'm learning some valuable stuff and I feel like it's, it's the right place for me right now. Um, because I mean, I'm learning about personal finance, which I'm super passionate about. And, um, I'm, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now. I'm losing my mind. It's written on this piece of paper. Oh, familiarity. That's the word familiarity. Like losing familiarity is really scary. And I, I don't want to get too deep into this right now. Um, but like just, just having, I, I mean, like I have, like I told you about my morning, like my routines, my rhythms that I get into, like, mm-hmm. and just the people that I interact with on a regular basis, even like the people that I'm not super close with, but just like having that familiarity of like knowing like, oh, I'm going to go to this class, meet these people. I'm going to see these people in this club that I go to, like losing that is like something that, that really like, I don't know, it, it gets me thinking about like next chapters and like where my life's going. And um, I don't know, I just get in my head a lot about stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for next chapters. Dude, I, I totally agree with you because like when you get out of your comfort zone, like for example, me, like I've never done a podcast interview. So I was like a little yeah. bit like hesitant, like didn't know, you know, but once you actually do it, you're like, whatever, man, like this is not like, like as nervous as you made it seem. And that's how kind of like how you grow, I guess, how you've grown and how you've set new limits to yourself. Exactly. Not, not being too familiar with anything. So I want to thank you so much for taking your time to be on the podcast with me. It was truly, it was a pleasure speaking to you and you know, I hope you have success in everything else that you do. Arden, it was my pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.